Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of We Believe, Do You? I'm Michelle. And I'm Eric. Oh shit, that was my... Uh, yeah, it's your turn. <laughs> and uh, today we have... Uh, oh my god, dude. <laughs> Not on it today. Alright, ready? Who do you think? Yeah. And today we have a guest. His name is Ugo. He's a buddy of mine. Uh, we worked at the Collegian together, which is a uh, news, a student newspaper at the University of Texas. Well, formerly University of uh, Texas of Brownsville, now is UTRGV. Um, Ugo, would you like to introduce yourself a little? Uh, sure. Um, my name is Ugo. I worked with Eric. Uh, so I, I might slip and call him Connor because that's that's how I, I knew him then. Uh, we were, he was a photographer, one of our best, if not the best photographer we had at the collegian. <laughs> we, uh, worked together for, I want to say two years from 08 or like a year and a half from like 08 to 09. And, uh, we, I mean, we kind of bonded right away. Um, sat next to each other in the cubicle yeah. or in the desks. And I, I tended to spill over into his desk many times cause I'm, uh, not the most organized Still not the most organized with writers. Well, I think um, I, it was kind of a mutual thing where we both kind of like spilled over into each other's desks because I don't think either one of us was very organized yeah. until <laughs> Juliana ended up in between us and we kind of really oh, didn't was, have a choice. Oh, that was, that was, I forgot she was between, between us. I yeah. Forgot. Um, I graduated college. Uh, I w- wanted to be a reporter. Didn't work out. I had a crisis of conscience or faith or business ethics, whatever. I went to law school instead, got kicked out my first year, and I liked Houston so much that I just stuck around. The food here is great, and I kind of worked – I worked corporate for ten year, cl- close to 10 years, and for the last three years, I've been an educator. I've been uh, an English teacher, a high school English teacher. Uh, I've been writing on the side. I, I tell people that my my jobs tend to finance my, writers, my writing vices. Um I have a book deal, 20 publications, and just I live here in Houston with my wife and my three dogs who you might hear. They might bark at some point. The dogs are oh, okay. The, the, the dogs. Or the wife. Um, oh, okay. the dogs. And, okay. uh, it's because I, I was going to say that before he said the barking part, so now I feel like a jerk. Yeah, we, uh, <laughs> uh, my wife and I live in, well, technically, it's Houston, air quotes Houston. Uh, I live in Cyprus, which is about, and I live on the west side of Cyprus, so I'm actually closer to austin than i am to southeast houston uh pretty close to prairie view pretty close to college station and yeah been living here in houston for nine years and in in this area for going on three years now cool man so um i mean i know you didn't mention this part but you you did grow up in mexico right like for the first how many years of your life yeah, I probably should have mentioned that. Yes, I was born and raised in Mexico in the border in the city of Matamoros, Tamaulipas. I moved to the U.S. when I was 15, and I was naturalized at – I was actually naturalized uh, a week and – let's see, a week and tw- a week and eight years ago. No, a week and 12 years ago. Yeah, there we yeah. go. Yeah, yeah, because I remember it was at the time that you were at the Collegian because I remember you going to your ceremony and coming back all dressed up and officially being a U.S. citizen. U.S. citizen, yep. Yes, sir. Oh. Yeah. So, so growing up in Mexico, man, like uh, did that have a – like have you always like 
been superstitious or like into the paranormal, like stuff like that? Or was it something you were a skeptic before? I I definitely was was a, 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 a skeptic. Yeah, uh, I both my parents are very like I, I grew up. I want to say with the best of the best of both worlds. Like my parents were really religious, are really religious, but also had that you know the scientific edge to them, where I didn't learn about empacho. I didn't learn about the loco. I don't. I mean, not that I didn't learn. I knew they existed, but. You know, when your parents are surrounded by art in the medical industry, you don't. Right. You learn how to treat the body in, you know, the the medical way. So right. I skipped out on a lot of a lot of that, but it was it's always been a part of my culture. I've always been fascinated. I still am fascinated by things like, uh, you know, I I read tarot. Um, uh, just the the artwork is really great. Uh, I wouldn't say I'm superstitious, but. A little stitious. A little. Where is that from? I want to say <laughs> the office. Oh my god! Scott. <laughs> okay, uh, so I had to throw that in there. Sorry. Yeah, I've never seen the office. Um, where was I? Oh, yes. So I'm a little. I'm a little. Uh, a little stitious. Little stitious. <laughs> Mainly because I I truly believe that this world, this universe, is way too big to not yeah. have that, and I'd rather. I like surprises. I like, you know, that little magic in the world. And as a writer, like I enjoy bringing that to people, having them, you know, coincidences happen. And, you know, sometimes things are weird and there is no explanation and there shouldn't be this, this rush to try and justify or explain something. You just gotta, you know, like those, those days when for whatever reason you you're having a terrible day at work and then you go home and, a trick a trip that only that normally lasts an hour and a half suddenly you're hitting every single green light for no reason and it's just that little bit of magic and instead of being like well you know maybe the algorithm and the and the angles of the nah just embrace the magic it just makes yeah it makes life a little bit more interesting sometimes sir all right, so then, uh, so what was your first experience then, or your first like the thing that you remember the most, or that kind of stood out to you, where you're like, "Holy shit!" Like, is this something not here? I think the one that that's more most vivid is I've always been a scaredy cat. I don't even I don't like watching ghost ghost stories at all or reading. Actually, no. When I worked my graveyard shifts, I actually did go on things like Reddit and no sleep because the adrenaline kept me awake, especially mm-hmm. from that two to four a.m. period. Uh, but um, when That's I was why like, I watch Ghost Adventures at work, yeah, I it's a, I can't watch that without laughing. I don't know, I, it doesn't scare me. I just laugh. I can't do it anymore. I just let yeah, myself. I just let myself get uh, what's it called? Take it for what it is, and that kind of entertainment, and just let myself get creeped out. Oh, okay. See, that's that's why no sleep and creepy process work for me because it, it, I have enough of a vivid imagination where I feel the that cold creep in the back of my skull. Yeah. Um, and that that vivid imagination I've always had since I was a kid. And one one non paranormal, but I'm, it's gonna lead into it was I remember we were leaving, uh, we were in Matamoros and we were going somewhere, and and I don't like being the last one out. My dad is always usually the last one out because he's uh, the one that locks everything. 
and I was distracted as is my life. I was distracted by a book or something. And next thing I know, I hear voices in the, and outside I'm like, Oh crap, they're leaving without me. And I'm stuck for some reason. My dad had actually locked some stuff behind, uh, behind me thinking that I was outside. So in a panic, I started like hearing things, but it was just, you know, the, the hyper awareness that made me start visualizing things. So I ran across, I, I looked like, like a little chihuahua running, running everywhere <laughs> and uh, turned on all the lights. And then my, my, my dad got pissed off that, you know, I had done that just because I was trying to get out, but the actual event and I actually, I didn't tell you this kind of about it'll, it'll come out, but I was, I want to say maybe 10, maybe 11. And I was in my great uncle's, uh, great uncle's ranch in, in outside of Monterrey. Mm-hmm. And we always went there at least once a year uh, for Holy week. And we spent the afternoon, like my cousins and and myself and my my I think my no my brother was really young at the time, but it was my cousins and myself and we're just like telling scary stories, and you know they were like oh you know in this ranch there there was like devil worshiping and all that just trying to like spook each other, but nothing like, you know it was scary but nothing too bad and then, you know, we went to bed like later on that that evening you know we had our carnazada and then we went to bed I was in one of the. Uh, guest houses or guest compounds, whatever, with and just crashing with it was uh, the layout. I'm not sure if I can be as specific, podcast specific, but the layout was you walked in, there was a side screen door, and you walked in, there was a big living room, the kitchen, and then a tiny hallway, and then one bedroom in the back. I was crashing in the the living room in a sofa sofa bed. How you say it? sofa bed? Yeah, uh, in a sofa bed when my when uh, crashing with my uh, with my cousin Hill, and somewhere on like I want to say like you know trying to trying to sleep and then something wakes me up, and I wake up and I just you know I'm still over. I'm like oh right I'm in my uncle's ranch. It's dark and I and I'm like all right what's going on. And I hear just like some scratching coming up around the cr- across the back of the house. I get up and turns out it was just the the ranch dog just sniffing mm-hmm. around. He leaves and I'm like, I'm scared. Like I'm, 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 you know, my heart's racing, but I'm like stupid dog trying to, you know, doing that whole like, ah, there's a cat, there's a there's an animal trying to justify or, or figure yeah. out what's going on. So yeah. I, I went I went back to bed and. My cousin is just like blissfully snoring away, and I'm there just like wide eyed. Uh, this this was back in cell phone before cell phone days, and so there was nothing to you know, no Doom Scroll or anything to yeah. keep me busy. No Game Boy. Actually, I did have a Game Boy, but like the battery for the the I forgot what it was called, but like you put it on oh, the Game light? Boy. Yeah, the light uh, was dead, so I couldn't play. And then. The kitchen. So if I was laying down, if you if you were where I was at, I was laying down, and I had a clear view of the kitchen. And the kitchen was one of those kitchens that has you know the sink and then like a rectangle shaped window. Yeah, Mm. right on top of the sink. Mm. And as I'm kind of like just like looking at it, and there's kind of like a weird light that 
now you know the one of the not street lights but a lamppost and then off in the distance i see an orb so it was like this bright 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 kind of like white yellow orb just stand well not standing but like floating there mm-hmm. and i'm like okay this is not part of the normal anything whatever and it starts swinging back and forth like a kind of like a pendulum like it's it it moved like a lantern, like someone's carrying a lantern, but mm-hmm. you know, we had flashlights. There was no no reason for anyone to have a lantern. And then it just kept going and like going from left to right, left to right, and then it started coming towards the house. And you know, I, I me being trying to be brave or whatever, I yell out like Guinness, you know, who who is it? <laughs> Uh, no answer cracking but cracking boys probably i don't i don't i don't remember yelling but i was like like trying but you know when you're when you're that scared you're like yeah you i don't want to sound understand. brave but you're not brave no. at all got yeah so nothing happened well no 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 responded so i just kind of like jumped back into bed and like you know pulled up the covers and it just kept getting closer and closer and then as i got like right like you know, I try to see, you know, if there was like a shadow, like, you know, if it's a lantern, it's going to throw a shadow. It's going to like illuminate whoever's carrying it and it's going to shadow behind yeah. it. But right. there was no shadow. It was just this bright orb. And then it just got closer and closer and eventually got to the to the kitchen window and it just illuminated the entire room. I threw like I threw the, you know, the, the covers on me mm-hmm. and I just like, you know hunker down fetal position for the rest of the night but it was just so bright and i just you know shut my eyes i tried to shake my cousin away he wasn't responding um so i just shut my eyes and just felt the lights and then the next thing i know i'm waking up now i thought it's a weird experience as it is flat out i mentioned it to so that's my great uncle his ranch I mentioned it to my my cousin actually a couple months ago, and he's like, you know, it's so weird to say that because that's that same thing happened to my brother in the exact same house, in the exact same manner that you said that it came swinging left and right and then illuminated everything. Wow. So okay. I have a couple theories. I want to know what you guys think. So obviously there's ghosts because orbs and all that. Mm -hmm. But I know that a lot of like, I love aliens. I'm going to bring aliens into everything. Do you think it's some sort of like a, could be like a UFO phenomenon also, or um, some sort of like interdimensional sort of thing, not necessarily ghosts? I don't know. It's one of those things that just because if you try to apply the logic aspect to it, even the even the logic in the paranormal, there's okay. If it was an, a UFO situation, an ovni as we would call it, it's not exactly flying; it's swinging. Mm-hmm. Now, ghosts perfectly possible that that I, I believe you know people there. There is enough evidence out there that you can't discount it, but I just wanted to meet. It's a light that I think that I think that's the thing. I think that that was the 
the, the the freakiest bit. It was not, you know, a whisper. It was not a um, a a shadow. It was a light, yeah, a bright, bright light illuminating everything. And I mean, did y'all ever? I mean, bring this uh, bring this up to like your uncle or somebody who actually lived there, and maybe they also had an experience. I mean, the fact that you and your cousin both had the same experience. I mean, that's enough. That would have been enough evidence for me. You know what I mean? But like, uh, did y'all ever ask your uncle if they had ever experienced anything like that or or something along those lines? Just because you know that would kind of like make me feel like okay, well then you know uh, we're not the only ones. Yeah. Well, there's, I mean, in that ranch, like my, my great uncle, he, he did used to rent it out to people. And, uh, but I, I honestly never thought about it. I never, and I, it, you know, the, the Mexican machismo culture where I, w- I was not going to like wake up and be like, guys, I saw a ghost because it would be like, ha, that yeah. local saw, yeah. like, he, he saw a ghost. Yeah. So I, I only mentioned it to my cousin because so it's my, my cousin and it's my, uh, my great uncle's my cousin's grandpa mm-hmm. so i mentioned that just i'm like dude like just this just random like this happened to me had do you ever hear something like he's like it didn't happen to me but my brother mm-hmm. same thing happened yeah uh so i never thought of mentioning it to my uncle and uh by the time i i actually brought it up to my cousin my uh my great uncle had passed away like two three years oh, ago i see yeah um, and and I know your your cousins. They had said jokingly that you know about the devil worship and all that stuff. But did anything ever happen like that, where like maybe somebody passed away there, or like, or did they have like a like was it called, like a groundskeeper type of thing that you know that I I don't know. I mean, the red the uh, the ranch is still in, in the family's property, and and you know it's big enough where maybe, mm-hmm. um, but. No, and no. I'm not saying that that's what yeah, that was. Yeah. You know what I, I'm saying? Like maybe like back in the day, like way way back in the day, they had like some groundkeeper or something like that that ended up passing away, and then like what you were seeing was maybe like his lantern swinging back and forth. But like, yeah. dude, I don't know why I just got chills. I'm the one saying that he's not even. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I mean, it's 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 possible. Like you know, because mm-hmm. you don't really know. Maybe what, he lived in that house type of thing. Right. What used to be where you're at. That's why, like, I'm when we were house shopping, I was like, I don't want because you're they're legally obligated. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. If there was a crime, if natural causes, they, they don't have to tell you. But that's why mm-hmm. I avoided we avoided looking for older houses besides right. the price comparison. But also. Nah, and I'm I. In in scary movies, if anything happened that happens to scary movies, I'm like, I'm out. Nope. <laughs> um, it's like we don't we don't really know what's out there, and there's a there's a reason why these stories get passed out. Like obviously, like when we're telling like stories and all that, like we were trying to scare each other, mm-hmm. fiction, but. The best fiction is always rooted in the truth. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's, cra- it's crazy, dude. And the thing is, too, like in those ranches, you say it's a big ranch. I mean, shit could have happened on there a long time ago that, you know, you, we don't even know, you know, because like you were saying about not wanting a new house. I mean, I don't mean to freak you out now, but, 
you know, you don't know what or, you know, what those houses were built on anyway, regardless right. of the fact that they're new, you know, it could have been the built land. on something. Exactly. The land could be what's kind of keeping Haunted. that. Yeah, exactly. Keeping that energy. And you're seeing residual energies from like things that like um, are, you know, that happened hundreds, maybe even years ago that, you know, you don't even realize are there anymore, you know? So, um that's the only, I mean, cause I'm trying to, I mean, not that I'm trying to explain away what happened. Obviously I, I you know, it's, it's a crazy experience, you know? Uh, and I've had a similar experience at the, at the nursing home where like this big bright light came through. But for me that it, it was just like an, uh, it's a light that came through and, and like, I kind of like, well, that seemed more like of an angel occurrence, which is something that we talked about in one of the previous episodes um, that, you know, kind of came through this kind of sounded like that but at the same time like the orb kind of going back and forth like that it, it i don't know it's uh it's, it's weird. not just something floating around it's got like a a pattern that it's moving yeah. in or path yeah. i mean it was following the path that that was there like like because you know it's it's not like a road but these houses are connected to you know the stables and everything through dirt mm-hmm. dirt paths Right. And it was following that. Yeah. So it was almost kind of like more of like an an intelligent, uh, whatever it was, uh, right. thing that was happening. I mean, it wasn't just kind of floating around everywhere. Like it was random. Like aimless. it was, yeah. Like it was actually walking down a path. And can we just call that an EVP and not tell everyone <laughs> that it's a dog? Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so then, after that experience, was like. Was that like your only paranormal or a supernatural experience like in your entire life besides, you know, obviously at the Collegian? Uh, well, the university is just a haunted place to begin with. So besides yeah. that, was there anything else in your life that you had any experiences like that? Or, or was that like the sole experience that you had? I think the only other one that, well, a recent one, on compared because I say recent, I mean like nine years ago, but mm. um I had just realized like like a week a week before it happened I had learned I, I have sleep paralysis mm. and I had I had learned that with sleep paralysis as your mind is so your mind wakes up for those of you that don't know I mean, y'all know but those of you that don't know sleep paralysis is your brain wakes up and your body is completely asleep and because your body is in rest mode you're you're paralyzed because there's no need to move muscles. The only the, the basic functions are going, everything else is just paralyzed. And you you awake, and because everything is paralyzed, your brain starts freaking out and starts projecting stuff. It starts one of the effects is besides fear, it's hallucinations. Mm-hmm. But in my head, hallucinations have always, you know, the, the a hallucination is like like a mirage. You know, like, or you start seeing colors. What happened mm-hmm. in my case was I was, I woke up and I had learned that one, one technique you can do is like move, like try and like move yourself as best as you can, almost like Kill Bill, you know, you know, wiggle your big oh, toe yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, or try and make enough noise that you're outside. He, your, your ear will pick up your, cause you're yelling. You might be, you might be yelling in the dream. 
Yeah. But only the tiniest whimper is coming out, and but that might be enough to wake you up. Mm-hmm. Or look straight ahead uh, at the ceiling or nothing else. Otherwise, it's going to be bad. So I wake up and I'm like, oh, cool. I'm in sleep paralysis. Heart's racing. I'm like, okay, trying to move. I'm, I'm shaking. Nothing's happening. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to look straight up and I'm going to tell myself, don't look to the side because that's when it gets bad. Don't look to the side. Just keep looking straight up. And I'm, I'm very good at not listening to my own self. So <laughs> aren't we right, all? After, right, after, right after I said that, I'm like, okay, I'm going to look to the side. Look to the side and I see – actually, I look to my left. I look to my left and I see this, this lady. No, the she old is, hag. She Sorry. is dressed, dressed. She wasn't old. She is dressed oh. all in white, very nondescript features, long, long, like, I want to see the red or black hair. And she looks at me and then just sits up, you know, and swings her, her feet off oh, the bed. She was laying next to you in bed? She, she was laying next to me in bed, like just oh in, in, in this like nightgown. No, sucky bitch. And, and then she, maybe I mean, if they, if, if they had been a sex stream, I believe <laughs> the sucky bitch bit. But it wasn't. It was just like like normal. I, I don't think yeah. I was even dreaming. But she just sits up, gets up, and then leaves, and then exits through a closed door. And I'm like, well, that's completely terrifying. That's great. I managed to get back to sleep. The next morning, I wake up. I, I would not be able. To. I know. <laughs> I, hear, I hear the TV playing in, in the living room. I walk outside and and it's my roommate. I'm like, "Hey, uh, by any chance, did do you hear anything? Anyone leave my was there, was there anyone in my room last night?" He's like, "No, like no one's come in. Why, why would why would that happen?" I'm like, "Oh, cool. Just just wondering." Jesus. I I have to say, I'm like super creeped out for listeners. Obviously, you can't see, but I have like this huge blanket covering me, so there's no echo. And I just can't imagine something standing behind me and I can't see it or feel it. And it's just going to reach into this blanket right now and try and touch me. And I'm scared. It's fine. I'm fine. Everything's good. Again. (laughs) Again. Yes. Wow. No. no, I mean, and the funny thing is, I mean, you're this the second interview who's mentioned a lady in white. So, okay. So, I, well, yeah, like that, that stuff kind of always blows my mind that people see this, like, there's always a woman in white. There's always like hat man, right? There's always shadow man. Like, people always see similar things, but it's like, is it the same person? Like, why, why do women always appear? appear in a white dress with like long black hair or like stuff like that. It's I mean, it wasn't, that's the, that's the ghost outfit dog. Apparently it, it wasn't, I, I, that actually wasn't my first encounter with a lady dressed in white, Uh quick tangent, but the, 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 I, I was reminded um, my friend used to live in this place called Fraccionamento Rio. And, and we in would, Matamoros. In Matamoros. Yeah. We used to uh, ride our bikes all around the place. Now it's like all gated and everything. But we used to ride our bikes everywhere, and there used no the, the cemetery cellar, and there 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 is a cemetery in that area that it used to be not boarded up. It was just yeah. like like 
I think they call it like near El Bordo. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was over a hill. And if you went up a hill, like there was, uh, uh, you could just see down and the graveyard was like right there. So one day we're just like riding our bikes all over the area. And as we're riding our bikes, they're like, there was a tree. I just like, my friend and I both looked to the left and we see this lady again, all in white. This one had a like reddish pinkish hair. Um, so basically the same color hair. I mean, yeah. similar Kind of like, and not to be creepy, creepy, but like the pictures you you posted, like of your sister, like had like a very similar, like like maroon almost color. It was uh, me. I'm confessing. Just kidding. And we look up. We're like, <laughs> all right, we gotta, we gotta. In this weird bravery, like moment of bravery, we're like, we gotta find, we gotta see what's up. So we. Was she go in. Did you say she was in the tree? She was outside. The tree. She was like not hanging from a tree, but there was a tree, and she was just like standing next to it, staring at us. Okay. I was just trying to get the visual. And so we're like, did you see that? Like, yeah, we saw that. We, you know, get off the road. Well, get off the the street. They were like, like, like walk right up to like where the, like the tree was. And there was nothing there. And then we looked down at the graveyard and in the amount of time that, that it took from us to get, it was maybe like, maybe like 20 yards to get from the street to up the border there was not enough time for someone to clear out of the interior. Like we, we had a, like mm-hmm. a wide range, like a way to outlook or the wide point of view where right. nothing was going to come down and whatever was going to go into deeper into the graveyard, the graveyard was going to be very visible. So we go up to the, to the, the ledge of the hill and there's nothing, nothing. There's no one, no one dressed in white. There's no one in the graveyard, just gone. They were like, cool. That's <laughs> freaky and terrifying. Yikes. So you're saying, I mean, obviously that she looked similar. Was it just that she looked similar or do you think that it was maybe the same person and it's just somebody who's and that's exactly following what you that. around? Yeah. Or I don't know. Because it, it was not someone I recognized. How far just real quick, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you, but how far apart were the two uh Easily ten to twelve years. Oh, maybe hmm. it's like a great grandma, great great grandma, or something. Do you have? Well, yeah, your mom's like light skinned and and clit like her. Come say uh, her hair is a like a lighter light shirt. color. Yeah, right. Yeah. So I mean, maybe like that. The my mom is fair skinned. My grandma is fair skinned. Um. Go. I'm, I'm sure you go back far enough. Somebody uh, had red hair. Someone had red hair. Yeah. I mean that because that's the only that was what I was thinking too when you started describing the woman and it was like very similar. I was also thinking like maybe it was either something somebody something that attached or someone that um relative or something. Yeah, some sort of relative. Because I mean that's kind of the explanation that I would kind of. But that's what—that's the explanation that I have. Well, it's very I saw, random. I, I heard a phrase. It was like, "Once, once is chance, twice a coincidence, three times the pattern." Well, and so I got, I got chat, I got coincidence, and I got chance. Well, Lugo, I would like you to turn around right now. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, 
Honestly, though, there's been like uh, I'll call it dust or a bug. But Something I keep floating saying, around your head. Yes, right. His head, right? Yeah, yeah, his head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I want to say it's a bug or something, but it's definitely I've seen it fly by a couple times. Yeah, for the sake oh, of the paranormal podcast, it's a ghost and it's an orb. Because for you guys, we you don't know, but we're on a messenger call right now, so we can see each other talk, like so we can talk to each other, uh, and not just be listening to each other. Uh, I don't know. It just seems it feels easier to be able to talk to, to Actually, somebody. It's, it's it's made it easier for me to share these stories because if I'm looking at at people, I don't feel as scared. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If it was just audio, I'm like, I'd be like, you know, my eyes darting around everywhere. Yeah. No, no, for sure. But like, so that's why that's why my sister and I are talking about seeing something like kind of like whiz by his head a couple times. Well, I mean, we I think we sufficiently creeped you out, Ugo. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully. Hopefully you don't see the woman with red hair again. again. Maybe in another ten years. I mean, y'all definitely had some balls to start. If I would have seen some shit like that, I would have been like, "Nope, deuces." If, you know? it, if it was Ow. just me alone, I would have just booked it. Yeah, but because I was like, you know, you're emboldened when you're in the company of of friends or strangers. Mm-hmm. And you, if you, if you're emboldened, you you tend to make uh, stupid or decisions. No, definitely. I mean, I. That's when my whole wanting to do EVPs and stuff. I know we talked about it briefly in the in episode zero, but um, I don't think if I would have been ever been by myself, I would have been uh, brave enough to uh, do. You know look for EVPs or, or try and, and do that on my own. Cause I always did it with at least one other person. So, uh, you know, I definitely understand that. I think I saw, I, I saw by myself, I no way in hell that I would do something like that. I don't even, I, I don't even touch Ouija boards, any, any, any stuff like that. I, I know, I know that at the end, the brain, the brain is a very powerful thing. But I'm glad that you came on here with us today because I feel like, you know, you're supporting us in our endeavors and stuff like that. So, I mean, the stories, I appreciate them. And I know we talked about, we briefly talked about the Collegian, but we mentioned the Collegian a couple times. And I know you have a story about the Collegian. Uh, and we'll ha- definitely have to have you back on to, uh, oh, yeah, absolutely. to talk I figured about that. I figured that's more of a Collegian-centric episode, too. That whole area, you know, is just a center for the supernatural and paranormal. And uh, I know we've had a lot of experiences working late nights at, at the collegian and even during the day. So um, that's definitely something that we're going to have to come back to. So uh, I know, again, I know we teased a little bit, but just come back guys and, and, and you'll get those, you'll get those episodes or you'll get that episode for sure. Okay. Ugo, is there anything that you'd like to um, plug or let us know uh, that you're doing that you're working on? Yeah, um, hopefully by the time this comes out, um, I'll have a book deal for a my second book, a collection of poems. And I'm also working on my own podcast, the Obsidian Palms Writing Podcast. Um, it's basically just me trying to dispense writing advice, um, hopefully trying to get some writers in um, and just supporting the any creative arts. Because honestly, to me, creativity is not just – there's creativity in every single job job profession. 
thank you for coming on with us. Uh, we appreciate it. Um, and yeah, guys, go ahead and, and uh, check him out. Uh, if it's uh, by the time this comes out, I'm sure that will be out. So look for his podcast and go give him a listen. Go give him a follow. Uh, and yeah. All right. All right. Thanks again. Cool. Thanks, man. All right, guys. So that was Ugo. Uh, what did you guys think? I don't know. Those those stories were kind of were interesting. I know for sure the the swinging orb one. I, I still can't explain or can't really think of what that was in the 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 late the creepy lady one waking up next to him. That that's the one that really got me. I've never had sleep paralysis before. Knock on wood. I'm probably gonna have it tonight. Now that I said that. I've had instances of what I think might be, but I, like I can't imagine waking up and seeing someone laying in my bed that's not supposed to be there. Like yeah. that, that's just terrifying. Yeah, no, I mean, for me, it was like that same thing. Like I can't imagine just like turning over, seeing somebody getting out of my bed that isn't there, and then just walk through the door. And then not only that, but then like having seen that same or a similar person like 10, ten years, years before, you know, yeah. that that's what, you know, it's just too much of a coincidence type of thing. You know, it, I don't know. Those, that's what's creepy. That, that one really creeped me out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Although think it back, like as a kid, the, the light one, I would have probably been in the same fetal position, freaking out, probably would have crapped my pants. I'm still, I, yeah, I'm still thinking about that because I, I don't know. I feel like orbs, like there's so many different things that orbs can be. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like the fact that it illuminated, illuminated the entire room and then he just like f- fell asleep and whatever. I'm like, did you get abducted by aliens and now you don't remember? Yeah. But that's again me just trying to bring aliens into everything. Yeah. No. And, and again, like my thing was like the whole, like he had mentioned, it sounded like a lantern swinging back and forth. And then, so I, I was thinking or wondering, and cause my thing is more like ghosts and stuff like that, like related in that area. So, I mean, not expertise or anything, but like what I kind of am more into, I guess you could say, uh, just thinking, was it somebody that used to be there? Somebody that was there a long time ago? I mean, cause like he's, like you said in, uh, earlier that it seemed very like intelligent because it's following the path. Like he said, it was following the path that was already laid there. So I don't know. Was it somebody that lived in the house before? Was it somebody that was like a groundskeeper? Was it somebody from years, hundreds of years back? Well, you know, yeah. And then the fact that like his cousin saw it too. So like maybe it, it is a residual haunting where it's just kind of like loops. Repeating where it's just, itself. Like, yeah, yeah. Same person thing, you know, um, just kind of following that same path, looking into the house with a lantern. Maybe it is a lantern. Who knows? Yeah. Well, I mean, you guys let us know what you think. Uh, let us know on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, um, what what are all those handles again there brother all right yeah uh, our instagram is at we believe the you podcast our twitter is at wbdy podcast our facebook page is we believe do you question mark or you could also find us on facebook at we believe do you podcast and our email is we believe do you at gmail.com so Send us those stories. Send us what you think about the stories that you've heard so far. Um, also, 
I think Michelle mentioned this in in the in episode zero. If you guys have any stories and you don't want to be on the uh, get interviewed, write them in, guys. Uh, we want to do a segment where we get uh, listener stories. Sto- yeah, listener stories, and we read those to you guys. And uh, we have an idea for something that we want to flesh out with that as well. So write us, email us, get a hold of us. We want to hear it all because we believe. See you.